Hello, and thank you for listening to a new episode of the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that discusses and reviews music of all genres. I am one fourth year host, Ruben. Joining me as always is Keenan. What up, Marcos? Hi. And Isaac. Hello, hello. And this week, we're going to be reviewing the new collaborative album from JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown, Scaring the Hose, Volume 1. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. We're have a good one for you today, boys. <laughs> but as always, before we get into that, we're going to give you our music recommendations of the week, as well as our local beer recommendations of the week. Marco, start us off with music. So, uh, one thing that I'm going to do is uh, shout out our hometown. You guys already know where I'm going with this. Come on. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> give me that money. We literally had a bet on who was go- on what you were gonna pick. Yeah, come on, I have to. That's fine. Who won? Shout it out. Who I won. won. You won. Oh he, shit! He thought you were gonna pick the new drain. Oh, uh, dude, I, that was literally. <laughs> but, uh, I went to my recently played, and I was listening to the split this morning. So, oh hell yeah! I was listening to drain yesterday, but that new des- that Descendants cover. Come on, bro. Yeah. Come nah, on, it's hard. You know what? Two recommendations: drain. So keep your money. <laughs> Keep your money. Drake came out with a new uh, <laughs> oh, a new song, uh, Descendants cover, uh-huh. and then uh, obviously the uh, the boys from our city from Albuquerque came out with the split, uh, Big Burke. I think that's what yep. it's called, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's four tracks. Um, go hard as fuck. Mishap and the Price of Life. Um, two local hardcore bands. They go hard as shit. Hopefully, we catch them tomorrow. You know, or what? Well, yeah. Hopefully, because this <laughs> this comes out in a week. So, but. Yeah, hopefully we catch them. But yeah. yeah. Big Burke by Mishap and Price of Life. Hell yeah. And Drain. And Drain. Yeah. This this will again be another instance of posting in the future. So if we saw you at the show, then we saw you. Hell yeah. Let's go. Buy me. Hope you bought me a drink. <laughs> some merch. <laughs> and some merch. <laughs> That's a stacked lineup, actually. <coughs> yeah. Ballista. Bleak. And Bleak. And Love Gun. Love Gun, Ballista. And Overwhelm. Oh, I think they're opening, opening, huh? I think so. Either way, bro, this shit is going to pop off. It's going to be fucking nuts. Hope to see y'all there. Yup. All right, boys. Uh-oh. It's been two weeks. We got the new Boy Genius album. Yes, sir. We got yes. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. We got 100 Gex. Yes, sir. 1,000 oh, Gex. I, I knew, I knew Isaac was going to be bro, hype you, on that shit. You heard it? I have. Dude, it's 10,000 Gex, bro. right? 10,000 Gex? Oh, oh yeah, ten thousand gex. Yeah, it's the name of the album. So yeah. good. Dumbest um, girl alive. Bro, they cover every genre on that album. Maybe that one. Maybe we should review that one. Oh, Some new little saying. pump. Oh, how dare you, bro? <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Weird. That's our next review right there, bro. Let's <laughs> fucking go. We already hit NBA Young Boy. We might as well fucking. Hey, that fool came out the new single today with Nicki Minaj. <laughs> what oh the God, God, good for him. Oh, no, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Um, fuck all that shit. Got another artist, uh, Samia. Mm-hmm. Very good. They had a great set on KEXP. Yes, they did. Female fronted. But my recommendation for you guys this week, also female fronted, is the indie alt rock band Wednesday, who mm-hmm. is also coming to Sister Bar in May. Ooh, if you find one. gentlemen would like to join me and you find fans out there, you can buy Keenan a drink there. <laughs> don't buy me a drink at Sister Bar, please. <laughs> um, so I got Wednesday for you guys. It's um, if you guys ever listen to our past recommendations, Saturn. Thank you, Isaac. Uh, Wednesday's a little more upbeat, but still very like folky indie um, sounding, and they're very good. And they just released an album today 
that is Rat Saw God, and Whoa. it is so good. So please go check it out. A um, couple songs to recommend are uh, Bath County and TV and the Gas Pump. Please go run it up. And if you like it, please join us at Sister Bar in May. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It'd be cool. So for me, uh, like Heenan had said before, there's been so much stuff that's been released since we've, you know, been recording and stuff since we've been in the booth, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what? <laughs> so uh, I got to do a little throwback to one of my favorite bands of all time, Black Country New Road. They just dropped some new fire. Isn't it the same thing but live? Tremendous. No, it's whole. It's all new music. Oh, it's shit. all new music. Yeah. Right? So we get there live and recording. Oh, that's crazy. Shit is it, fucking. Gas. It's so good. It's so good. Even though the Isaac Wood isn't there anymore, they still fucking carry. I mean, of course, you know Isaac Wood was very instrumental to. You know, their sound and stuff. But even without them, they're still so fucking talented. So fucking good. It still has that same black country energy that you've come to know and love. And the song I'm recommending is called Turbine Slash Pigs. It's literally 10 minutes of pure bliss. Check it out. I was looking today and they did press that uh, new black country on vinyl already. They have like a bunch of different variants too. Fuck, dude. I got a cop. Got a cop. That's an insta cop. I know. I, I sleep way too much on like online record sales. Yeah. I need to jump on that shit like immediately. Yeah. Cause then I look at fucking priests or uh, um, whenever they're flipped and they're like fucking triple the price. I'm like, I could have got this for like 20 bucks. <laughs> Keenan's fucking flexing on me. I already know, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, damn it. Sorry. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just too easy and it kind of takes the fun out of the thrill of the hunt. But yeah. I mean, I've never seen no black country here and here in town. Facts. So, do what you gotta do. Get it while you can. I mean, especially like the variants too. It's yeah, like, it is what it is. One hundred percent. So my recommendation of the week is going to be coming from two smaller bands who uh, me and Marcos just saw live not too long ago. They collabed for a split as well. Trembler and Pale Fade from Austin, Texas. What? Did they really? Yeah, they Crazy. just dropped a Shout split. Shout out the Texas homies out there. Dude, I ain't going to lie, man. Texas is coming out with some of my favorite music. Like, what I love about Texas, like, specifically Austin and Houston, is they have, like, big shoegaze, like, black gay scenes. So, like, Portrayal is from Austin, which is pretty black metal with gazy elements, but then, like, glassing is from Austin, I think, and that's just pure black gaze. And that's essentially what Pale Fade is. Pale Fade is super ambient black gaze, and Trembler is real heavy shoegaze. So, unfortunately, we saw them at, like, a really small show. There was, like, ten people in the crowd. Like, it was kind of a bummer. The mics kept going out and shit. But they were fucking heavy. They were, heavy were as fuck. Yeah, dude. They were insane. And really, like, the – so Pale Fade went on before Trembler. And during Trembler set, the vocalist for Pale Fade would go on and he would start screaming during their songs. And there had to have been songs from this split that just weren't released. But even hearing it live, I was like, dude, they're like a match made in heaven. Like, this fits so well together. So then they drop this split and it's fucking damn near perfect, dude. It is just that perfect, soft shoegaze mixed in with the heavy black metal vocals. It's fucking, it's absolutely amazing, man. Shout out to Texas, man. You guys are killing it right now. Um, I guess the split is just called split. So yeah. <laughs> look up Trembler Pale Fate Split and you'll find it. 
And our local beer recommendation of the week is not going to be a beer. I decided that we should sip on something a little nice. You know, as we've said, our gentlemen, (laughs) we are we are scholars. I'm as I'm sure as you've come to realize. (laughs) But uh, uh, yeah, we haven't recorded in about two weeks, so we wanted to, uh, or I wanted to get something a little quote unquote special for the occasion. So I decided to go with a local distillery called Vara. V-A-R-A, I'm assuming. Uh, they have a super dope location next to the Balloon Fiesta. Uh, or really, I guess, on the Balloon Fiesta fairgrounds. We went with the Paso Uno Artisanal Immature Brandy. Whew. I ain't going to lie. I've never had Immature Brandy. I know what it is. So, Keenan, I know you know it a little bit better. Is, is it just brandy that's not aged? Is that what it is? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. It's literally just... It's immature. It's unfinished. Mm-hmm. So, it's just... Straight from the process, bottled to the shelf. Okay, that makes sense. And, you know, you, you think of brandy, you think of dark colors. This one is straight up clear. So it's fucking, it looks deadly. Low key, I mean, at 40%, 80 proof, <laughs> I mean, it is deadly. It is deadly. But, you know, despite it being immature, it is extremely smooth drinking, extremely smooth tasting. Um, you know, it definitely has that big, like, mouth bite when you first drink it. But once it actually, once you swallow and you get that aftertaste, oh man, you get like these nice like taste of grapefruit with grapes. Like I tasted, I might be tripping, maybe like a little bit of melon in there. Like it's very fruity despite it being very strong. And we made a mixed drink. And can you remind me of the name of the mixed drink of it, please? Yeah, the Brandy Alexander. Brandy Alexander, which is very similar to the White Russian. Shout out the dude. I knew, a, <laughs> I knew a white Russian called Brandy Alexander. Hey, now. Oh, there. <laughs> Bro, Ukraine is going to fuck you up, dog. <laughs> Shoot. Bro. See, Palestine. <laughs> Bro, it's so funny. So when uh, I was trying to look up, like, immature brandies, and everywhere on Google, it just kept bringing up. You guys remember the artist Romeo? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, <laughs> I've heard his name forever. Bro, do you remember the yeah. allegations he had against Brandy? Oh, bro. So, bro, I would type in immature Brandy and it would bring up just like articles of like how Romeo is acting immature towards Brandy. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Because we were like, how the fuck do we drink immature Brandy? What yeah. the hell? But when you have this amazing Brandy. You can drink it straight, as I said, very smooth, or you can make a wonderful mixed drink out of it. So this is definitely a liquor that, you know, hits all the check marks. This is something you definitely need to check out and support local. I think this is only our second time shouting out a local liquor. So, you know, we got got to get in the game. We got to get some wine in here, you know what I'm saying? So, Brandy so immature, got sent to the principal's office. That was Corey. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know how to follow. It was good. I didn't know how to follow it up. <laughs> but again, that's going to be the Paso Uno Artisanal Immature Brandy from Vara. Boop, 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 boop. I keep messing with it. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop, boop. <clears throat> Walking into a liquor store. <laughs> Say what's up to the potato cat. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Uh, are, are those not West Side Gun bars? They have to be. <laughs> I'm getting pissed on Happy Friday. 
<laughs> I'm acting evil on Good Friday. It's, it is Good Friday. Chill, dog. It is. Damn. Jesus Where the ashes Christ. at? Hold up. <laughs> I'm going to write puta on your forehead. <laughs> I'm going to just draw a dick on yours. <laughs> oh, now fuck. he a dickhead for real. <laughs> Oh, jeez, this fucking, that brandy, bro. Oh, my God. It got us acting immature for sure. Jesus oh, Christ. Lord. That leads us into. i put my gun into the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, that leads us into our review of Scaring the Hose by JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. Uh, this was my pick, and, you know, I can really just sum it up as to why I picked it. And they're two of my favorite rap artists. Um, I've been following Danny Brown for a really long time. Shout out, Isaac. We saw Danny Brown, what? eight years ago eight, nine years ago it was when he just released old and that was like 2013 or something it was yep. fucking crazy but oh, shit. 10 years yeah yeah dude oh yeah shit we're coming up on 10 years oh my god or we are at 10 oh my god <laughs> fuck you are old dog. oh shit <laughs> what happened bruh anyways we've following danny around for a really long time and i've been following jpeg mafia for a decent amount of time too um i wasn't on to him like when he dropped like black ben carson I kind of found it more around like all my heroes are cornballs. So I don't know. What was that like three years ago <laughs> or something? But then I, I dove in into veteran and everything. I love everything, you know, about JPEG, about both of them, really. Um, and what's really cool is like Danny Brown, while he didn't really like start the avant-garde weirdo rap, like I guess to me that kind of starts with like Cool Keith way back in the day. But Danny Brown was kind of like the artist within that realm during like my time getting big into hip hop, you know what I mean? And JPEG Mafia like followed in the same footsteps, but he somehow managed to take it and turn it even more avant-garde and even more weirdo, you know? So it, it's like, it's basically, you know, two perfect artists combining, you know what I mean? In such a very niche type of sound. They so. hit the fusion dance on that hoe. Facts. Like Gotek. Like what is he Go-Tex, saying? Gotek. Yeah, like Gotek. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, it was just a no-brainer to pick this, you know, and I, I figured we would all have fun with it. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, I do want to say this definitely seems more of like a JPEG Mafia album featuring Danny Brown as opposed to a collaborative album and I understand that they go back and forth on every track and I understand that Danny Brown is featured on every track but like JPEG did all the production he has fire ass verses through the whole thing and it seems like Danny Brown he wasn't completely missing the mark a lot of the time but I felt like he was just he was overshadowed a lot of the time is what it is how do you guys feel about that because I think this this album really made JPEG shine you know what I mean well, compared to an album like, uh, <coughs> um, what the fuck is Drake's and 21 Savages called again? Her Loss. What Her Loss? Yeah. Her Loss. Yeah. Uh, that one is supposedly a collaboration album, but it was for sure a fucking Drake album featuring 21 Savage. Facts. Uh, I feel like this one is kind of half-half other than the production. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one is, you can't, I feel like I would call it a collab album for sure. Yeah. Um, when there's a production, I feel like their verses both hit. Mm-hmm. They're both on the same tracks, a good amount of times, right? Yeah, yeah. They're both on every track. Yeah, see, so, so yeah, I feel like it's a good collab album. Yeah, and I get it, it is a collab album. I just feel like one overshadowed the other, and I I think that's just me reading it like that. I think that it like I might be the only one who thinks that. You know what I mean? So that's fair take though, because it's like it, that's an argument to have. 
as opposed to like when people tell me and I had this argument when people tell me like uh, the collab album between Drake and Twenty One Savage I have to correct them like no it's not a collab <laughs> album I'm sorry to say and I have to spit facts like and, the, and that's very fair too yeah so that's an argument to have you can have a debate about that but so it's fair yeah yeah I, I would agree with you Ruben uh, like you said he just he just outshines him in every track every mm-hmm. single track this man comes with the bars bro and not to say that danny doesn't have bars he definitely has so many good one-liners so many gems in there but it's not every song and a a big way that you can kind of i mean i don't want to put all my stock into this but like a good way to look at it is like so many of danny's brown's verses on genius don't have annotations every single verse from jpeg has annotations breaking this shit down you know what I mean? And, right. You know, that's, you know, well, who gives a fuck? But that just goes to show that Peggy is just, ha- he has just so much more to add to it. You know what I mean? Where Danny Brown is just, he kind of just comes more with the energy and kind of mm-hmm. has more of a laid back or not laid back. He just has more energy and, and just more of like a straightforward kind of uh, presence on this album where jpeg is more baked into the core ideas and sounds and themes of the album right I think that's a that's a good that's a good uh uh algorithm to have to be honest so it yeah, definitely I, is a good balance it definitely balance. is a good balance because if you had both of them just like these elaborate ass things you know it'd be it would be very <laughs> be, dense yeah, yeah it'd be you know? a lot very overwhelming for sure exactly yeah. exactly so Maybe he's scaring the hoes. <laughs> there already are. Which they do. Danny Brown by himself. Which they do. Danny Brown by himself scaring hoes away. Facts for real. So, Have you seen the way that fool looks? <laughs> hey, a scarecrow. Hey, he got his teeth fixed. I was just about to say that he got his teeth fixed. You're looking better now. Is he? Yeah. He's got veneers now. That's so literally how I pictured Danny Brown. It's just with his wild ass hair, all black, tight ass jeans. Tight ass jeans, all black outfit. Correct myself. <laughs> yeah, all black outfit, tight ass jeans, <laughs> smiling all crazy, bro, with his fucking one tooth missing. Yeah, that's literally how you picture him. Fucking scarecrow, dude. That's fucking funny. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he's scaring all the lot lizards away. Fuck. All right, so <laughs> what? I want to say something funny as fuck, but <laughs> can I do it? Yeah. He's scaring all the fat hoes away, bro. <laughs> bro, the McDonald's bar he has. Let's go. That's what I'm saying, dog. That's the cool. annotations like this is the greatest bar ever. <laughs> this is the greatest Danny Brown bar ever. Oh no! Uh, all right, so I think these two go together. They are the perfect one-two punch. Mm-hmm. True. So I think overall it is. It's a collab album, but for me personally, because I have never listened to these two before, um, it was kind of hard to listen to Danny Brown's uh, tone. Oh, yeah. And, and, so oh, because yeah. Of that, and so because of that, again, for me personally, JPEG definitely stood out a lot more than Danny Brown. Mm-hmm. And then, Isaac, like you said with the annotations, because I also use Genius, um, You know, there was just a lot more going on that you had to decipher from JPEG than Danny Brown. Cause you know, Danny, like you said, was just, he's straightforward to the point, you know, literally like his bars is like, he brings it back and he ties it together. There's no need to like decipher it. Whereas JPEG, he's just going. And so that man's just like on a tear. 
So, um, so like you said, Ruben, I do think that JPEG did outshine Danny uh, um, a little bit throughout the album because, like you said, he kind of ran everything. He mm-hmm. he ran the flow. He ran he ran the bars and the production. He did all of that. Yeah. Off of his little machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he did this on a fucking SP four hundred four or some shit like that. Like none of this was made on a computer. Explain explain what that is. It's a beat making machine. Yeah, exactly. It's just a small fucking like two by three fucking sampling machine. You do have to be very talented, especially with the with the with the beats that we got out of this album to make these beats off that shit. shit. Bro, it's like fucking hard. making it's like making a, the Picasso, uh, Picasso painting the Da Vinci on a fucking sketch etch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all fucking it is, bro. The, the mini sketch edge, yeah. The, the, two, the little yeah, two the by two three. by three fucking <laughs> sketch edge, bro. It's fucking etch a sketch. Oh, it's etch a sketch. Yeah. What? Imagine getting the fucking Mona Lisa on an etch a sketch, bro. On two by three etch a sketch. Yeah, that's literally what it is. Facts. That's a good way to put it, bro. <laughs> if someone will make us an etch a sketch of the Underground Treehouse podcast <laughs> logo, it's very easy. If you haven't seen it, please give it to us. At I the should next just show make, we see you. At. I should just make sick figures on that bit, bro. That's it. <laughs> I could fuck those. Up. They wouldn't even come out perfectly circle. I know they don't connect. Like yeah, th- yeah. That shit was infuriating, bro. You couldn't like fill in a circle. Like you'd pick it and then like the magnet would take it somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I remember the first time I ever made a a. a curved line mm-hmm. bro i thought i was because of myself <laughs> bro i swear so with all that being said it's <laughs> <laughs> reeling in boys <laughs> with all that being said jpeg is the picasso and <laughs> danny brown is the edge of sketch <laughs> oh my paint. god so um no but seriously like uh jpeg just did so much for this album and i really do think that a lot of that does you know kind of just outshines danny's um, moments, mm-hmm. um, and it's not just—it's not anything on on Danny. It's just because uh, he provided a, a lot of comedy for this, and I oh, really yeah. feel like these two goofballs got together and just made a big goofball project, and it worked. And 100%. so I feel like Danny Brown was the perfect person for this project. Mm-hmm. Again, not knowing his background or anything, but just from what I got off of this, he he was the one that had me laughing the whole time well I'm, I'm not really too knowledgeable on jpeg's discography is he like a s- satirical rapper or like you know yeah 100 percent um if anything danny brown has gone more serious in his music than jpeg has like really especially content wise but jpeg um yeah he's been i don't know because he's been pretty outlandish at times but danny brown like takes that shit to a whole new level. Yeah, that's why. So. I, that's how I know Danny Brown because he's known to push push boundaries and say some out of pocket shit in his verses for oh, sure. Yeah, he's that guy that yeah that uh is like get it, is taken as a serious satirical rapper. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that sense, yeah, JPEG is the same thing. It, he's the yeah. same thing. He has. Um, so two fucking clowns in a pod, bro. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And fucking. But, I mean, skillful too. Like yeah. they, 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 they have the uh, accolades to back it up. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Talent. And like what we were saying, like he he produced this entire thing on a small little fucking beat machine. Like what we got was just so obtuse and so like out of left field, bro. Like I don't even understand how you fucking make these beats. Like he fucking sampled Kellis on um. <laughs> 
Fentanyl tester. How the fuck do you get my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and turn into that song? That shit makes no sense, bro. The samples in general that are just throughout this album, call it a hyper pop album. The way this shit <laughs> is all dude. over the place. Literally, fucking <laughs> what, <laughs> what I said earlier, dog. <laughs> fuck. That's my. Own, that's like. Can I get into a critique or not? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my only critique is that they have so much fucking amazing samples. Like, it's fucking. Uh, I don't know. It hits like all the right spots, but. They're just too fucking chopped. They they're too chopped. I don't, I'm not a fucking producer or anything <laughs> like that. But from what it sounds like, it sounds like they chopped it. Up, they chopped it up too uh too uh, too short. Like the Final Fantasy song, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Kingdom Hearts song. Kingdom sorry, Hearts Kingdom Hearts song. Um, that sample was fucking amazing, but it's just too short. Where, like, unless you don't know what the fuck it is, you can't really tell. Like, but it's a fucking amazing sample. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I mean, I feel like I think a lot of their samples are great, but I felt like it was perfect because they were in and out and they never overwelcomed their state. No, they need um, they need overwelcome their state, they, bro. They got to because <laughs> they, they got to the point. They got to the point, and for being what fourteen tracks, mm-hmm. thirty six minutes, super condensed. This is like everything we want in our albums. That's our always. That's always our number one gripe. Uh, I, uh, that's a good point. That it's, is a good point for sure. Yeah, so that's like, a good point. But I like. Might be to be more soothing, I guess. This is just too much like hyper pop for me, like how you said, bro. No, yeah, I, mean, yeah I get it. Ah, uh, then you were our fans. No way, bro. Fuck hyper pop. I stand with that <laughs> shit. I haven't heard one shit from it. That's good from it. Fuck that. And it does remind me of it. It's not to the point where I hate it, but it does remind me of hyper pop, and it's kind of sucks. But it is what it is. It's not that big of a critique. Yeah. yeah. No. So yeah, just their their samples. I mean, we get commercials from like japanese like food commercials we get the nintendo samples yeah we get jpegs you know his like signature uh you know you think you know me (laughs) shout out edge shout out wwe shout out vince mcmahon Oh wait, no, not shot him. He has allegations against him. Never mind. Fuck this man. Yeah, I forgot, bro. Damn, my uh, bad. What's his name? Samoa Joe or whatever. Samoa Joe. Who's the big Samoan dude? Rikishi, Rikishi, no, is it Rikishi. Who the fuck? Samoa the Rock, Joe? I don't dude. Know everyone in wrestling is like Samoan. I feel like. <laughs> Shout out the Boogeyman, Roman Reigns, The Rock, <laughs> yeah, The Rock, oh, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Grego, Guerrero, <laughs> sorry, Grego. Yeah, that uh, fucking vodka Smirnoff fucking whiskey thing that you gave us, bro. <laughs> fuck me up, I was dog. I'd say if we're gonna chop all this, I mean, did you just see the WrestleMania entrance? Rey Mysterio. No, I haven't. Oh, I, I yeah. seen, I've seen a bunch of TikToks about it. Is it sick or what? Rey Mysterio comes out to Eddie Guerrero's song. Really? That's yeah. sick. With Snoop Dogg driving the. I eat, sleep, I steal. <laughs> Wait, does he say that? No. I lie, cheat, and steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, uh, just shit all over Hyperpop. You better. Yeah, I did just shit all Oh, you better hyperpop. jump right in there, bro. Man, if you don't get it, then it wasn't meant for you to get. <laughs> Shit, that's what the great Dorian Electra said. Shout out Dorian Electra Freak Mode just came out today. That shit gas. No, God made a bunch of horrible people like Hitler and fucking (laughs) shit. And you could, I'm pretty sure you could throw Hyper Pop into that same category. Jesus, stuff that God fucked up on. We are all God's (laughs) angels, and they will sing in His choir. What verse is that from? (laughs) Isaiah two twenty (laughs) seven. This one just said Hitler's an angel. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. Cancel this man right now. For real. You brought it up, but bruh, that fucking that Japanese commercial sampled on Garbage Pail Kids? Yup. What the fuck? How do you even like how, 
how do you even find that first of all it starts off all like fun with yeah. like the nintendo right after it and then it just gets to like the dirtiest grimiest <laughs> beat of the entire album yeah for real personally that's what i think oh dude that one 100 it's either that one or um scaring the host the oh, the yeah. title track it has a like janky ass fucking like saxophone like like playing oh the... it's like that offbeat yup yeah dude horn that yeah. just fits so well and you're like okay okay <laughs> apparently <laughs> this sounds good and it does and it, it, it works did. these fucking goofballs made it work and then you have like very like heavenly type sounds, like what marco said earlier the kingdom hearts key is a super sick sample fairly smoothing or soothing like compared to what we've gotten and um like even like jack harlow combo mill dude that like so it's so jazzy but it's just like just off kilter like yeah jpeg really showed his producing skills i think in this album for sure 100 percent, 100 percent. i also love the keys on ho Ugh. yeah i can't get over it i can't get over it some it's like an orchestral shit. type of like thing and it just sounds so epic with those like choir vocals in the background. You know me, I'm a whore for I, all that good shit. That shit takes you for a loop when you when it first comes on, bro. It does. Well, a lot of these fucking tracks. That one specifically, when I was into it, I'm like, what? Damn, bro. Yeah. These motherfuckers yeah. got a fucking these uh these tunes from a cartoon or some shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> all random, bro. All all over the place. All over yeah, the place. Exactly. It's, it, it, it's like it's like when you're sitting at a traffic light, you know. Cause that hoe just turns right on a red. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> I don't think I know I what you're know saying. Either, you like lost you're us. like surprised. You get to a red light and you think you have to stop, but you could turn right on a red. Never Sometimes, huh? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, if you don't know how to drive, dog, you have the right away there. <laughs> yeah, not always. There's always signs that say do not turn on red. Yeah, that's why if you know yeah, how to drive, on, if on there's on no red, sign, you then right. you turn right. Never mind. Cut all that. Do not cut all that. Cut the whole. No, I think that actually kind of. <laughs> fits with the vibe of this album. It takes you for a loop for sure because I was vibing awful. until this track came on. I was like, "Yo, should I turn right or turn right, or left <laughs> See, on red exactly. or whatever?" Exactly, that's my point. Exactly. Left on red. This album makes you want to crash your car. You know what I like about this one too is like this whole album's goofy as fuck. And like I said earlier, like Danny Brown out of the two has actually been the most serious, and we actually got some serious bars. Actually, his whole verse on this one is actually pretty serious. Um you know it's just basically like you know going through the hardships of life you know being poor and shit like that and i especially love the lyric uh think i need therapy thank god a text but his message turned green oh, that was fucking bro. Song. that sounds on ho disgusting ho? Yeah. dude that's just explain that explain that for people who don't get it oh well it's just like getting left on red <laughs> yeah well no, but like if getting you blocked oh if you have iMessage and you text with somebody, it's blue. But if they block your number, it turns green. Yeah. And Never it's had like he's that saying his prayers to God. God Sheesh. Like, yeah, exactly. Like That is so gross. Yeah. And it's it, like when he's talking about previously, like his, one of his home, oh, who is it? It's like one of his homies or like his uncle or something. Um, somebody close to him getting locked up for selling fentanyl. And like he's going through all these hardships. And then for him to throw that bar out there, it's like, it's just so hopeless, dude. It's so sick. No. And it's dope to get that on the second to last track of an entire album. That's meant to scare the hose, like yeah. in a very goofy way. Also, can we just explain the meme of scaring the hose? Can we just oh. explain that for a second? Just well, so we can give some context to the, to the name <laughs> of the song and to these artists in general. 
uh, I have like my interpretation when I first found out about this album. What is that? It is like you know. So when you play music, don't scare the hoes away. So like you know, when we like there was this this one uh meme of like playing MF Doom. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's where I knew it. Playing it's MF, the MF Doom? Doom meme. Yeah, you're scaring the like, hoes, dog. Yeah, you're scaring the hoes. Playing MF Doom, bro, because you have like rhyme like dimes. Yeah, you're like we we could bang with it, but yeah. then like uh, a bitch would be like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. put on that Brent Fires. Put on, put on that, that Brown. <laughs> put on that lingua, Isaac. Yeah, bro, Isaac? you're the definition hey, of chill, this. Chill, 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 chill. Bro, I, I know some no, 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 love. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I want to put you on blast right now. Bro, I can see it right now. That's how I'm gonna post it on the Insta. <laughs> <laughs> Me handing you the ox cord and you playing lingua. <laughs> For real. This is going to be some full sock in my ass up. Yeah. This is going to be the Arthur meme where he makes a face. And it just hands a tiny little ox cord. <laughs> yeah, they, this fucking album is that meme personified, bro. Literally. Yeah, for Literally. sure. Don't play this album when you have hoes in your fucking backseat, bro. You're going to be scaring them away. Facts. I hated this song. Uh, Which one? Oh. oh. Yeah. Dude, I hated the beat on this song. <gasps> I hated it. This this one was one of those. Uh, there's not very many skippable tracks on this album, and that's but one of them. This for was you. one of them. Well, um, how come you? Like, is it just like too over the top, or is it just not catchy? Or like, what that was it? the thing. Like, it's not even too over the top because this whole album is over the top. True, and true. it's and it's not that I don't. Um, it's not that I don't. Uh, I I back their lyrics. I back um, you know, everything that like it was everything that they were saying was good, but just the beat behind them, I did not. Like, mm. um, an- another one was uh, Orange Juice Jones. So Orange Juice Jones and Hose, those beats to me just didn't stick, and mm. so because of that, like, I just couldn't follow along, and I was just over it, and so I was just hitting next. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what? I like that soul sample on was, Orange Juice Jones. The soul but, sample was nice, but I like I agree. Nothing really like stood out with that track. Like orange juice, like I like the rapping, the B. It was good, I guess, but like, yeah, it just didn't really stand out. It didn't stand out like the rest of the songs, right. and That's maybe it's just because like that B didn't catch us, mm-hmm. and so like everything else didn't stick along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, the, this song I wasn't really, I didn't really give it the time of day. Maybe that's my fault, and I go back to it. But Ho or Orange Juice Jones, both. Okay, both. that's fair. But right now, just because we're talking about Ho. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. 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 I, I I love the sampling on this album so much that I can pretty much get behind almost every single track, except for Run the Jewels. Uh, scaring the hose. What? I hate that beat. <laughs> no way. I hate that beat. No way. Uh, no, no, no. I'm lying. I'm lying. Wait. Oh. It's on site, dog. <laughs> For real. We're about to piece you up. He's, 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 no, lean beat patty. Lean beat patty. Oh, you're what? crazy. Yeah, that's a good one. Too. I hated that right. one, bro. It's just what? Burn, and it's named burn, after burn, a burn, fucking burn. uh It just sounds so like It's named after a hot ass influencer too. Oh, what's so her name? Goofy, the, bro. The that goofy? Muscle mommy or whatever her name is. Lean beat patty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> muscle mommy. Or that's what they call her, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I call Marcos, bro. Oh, <laughs> you're right, you're right. That's my bad. That's I mean, that's a dog. What's up? Yo, but bust out them quads real quick. Ah, damn. My quads looking nice. What are you talking about? Exactly. That's Bro. what I was saying. I shave. Yo, give us a show, baby. shave. Mm-hmm. Nah, but. How dare you? How dare you? That's like a funny-ass name to name your title, uh, your opening track. 
The bars on it is insane. Their yeah, album beat. is called Scaring the Hose. Yeah, but this beat, bro, this... <laughs> every beat sounds like that. Get the... <laughs> Almost every beat ever. That's fair. That's Sorry, fair. every beat follows that same uh, fucking uh, formula. Sorry. He was working off a two-by-three fucking... That's true. I'm not <laughs> hating. Yeah, I'm not hating, Give him a break. But... Give him a break. Yeah, I'm not hating. The... No. This, this song goes hard. But, dude, go ahead. Yeah, the the, second, half, the go second, off, second half. Go off, Short King. Is... Short... Yeah, I'm pretty short. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm insecure. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, nah, it just it just didn't really do much for me. Like, yeah. like you know me. I like that gaudy shit, bro. So, of course, I like Toe. You know, of course, I like that over, over melodramatic shit. And Lean, ba- Lean Beef Patty just didn't have that. Mm. You know what I mean? Although, I did like that little, like, at the beginning. Right. Yeah. I don't know why I like that. That chipmunk ass shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of their samples were, like, very, very set up. up and yeah. very mm-hmm. yeah like i said like a cartoon dog like a yeah. cartoon like hyper exactly. bro. Literally. fuck that don't you stop can we ban that fucking word from here <laughs> no god damn yeah, another beat ban. that i cannot get enough of put this shit in the candle and let me light it because that's how good it is fucking perfect perfect oh perfect Bro, shout out to the bagel. bro. This beat is perfect. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. Didn't that fool get drop kicked by Antonio Brown? Uh, or that was that not him? No, he fucking knocked out Antonio he Brown. He was the one. Okay, yeah. But he got fucked up by Juju. Juju trashed him. Oh yeah. He had that super hard like check. He checked yeah. him. Yeah. Because he, so perfect knocked out Antonio Brown midfield. Who yep. the fuck is perfect? Uh, Vonte Vonte. Vontae, Vontez, something like that. Vontez, perfect. And that fool sounds like a supervillain. <laughs> dude, well, he, he is. was. He was. <laughs> Bro, that dude, that dude was getting fined like every week in the NFL just because he was just a dirty player. Hella oh, dirty. He was, he was, jerseys and eye gouging and shit or what? More like. Just like it, cheating within the game. Yeah. Like more he, like concussing people. Yeah, like when you weren't looking type. like He'd slam you. He would just like tackle the shit out of you. Like, even when like the play was over, like, he was like still hitting. Like, Blitz. Remember Blitz? Remember the game Blitz? Yeah. That, no? Okay. Well, oh, <laughs> He's all, yeah. Oh, yeah. just go off. And they all Blitz, dog? Yeah, Bro, that, dude was, that dude was just like slamming people. He was just a dirty dude. Like, very yeah. like all cheap shots. Dude, backflips off fucking walls and shit, dog. <laughs> Backflip off your forehead, dog. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I thought that's what he was gonna say, but and nah, that's, but perfect. Oh, sorry. No, that's where we get the. You told us earlier we got the NFL sounds because you're like this oh. song. Oh yeah, this shit has like an NFL ass beat. There we go. Oh, trumpets. Am I the only one who that's thought trumpets. that though? I mean, it's just trumpets. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, it reminds me of like the the XFL. The <laughs> isn't that. What, is that another shout out to fucking Vince McMahon, bro? <laughs> Damn, that's twice. That's true. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> He's not the owner this anymore. The next but he Tony Khan to over here. <laughs> Watch out. No, but when you when you pointed it out earlier before the pod, because when you put that song on and you're like, doesn't this remind you of like some football ass shit? And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's actually that's, funny you say that. Yeah, it, it gives. It just I don't know. There's just something about those horns, man. It's just like, dun, 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 dun. like, oh man, it just makes me want to put my elbows up and dance like a goofball, bro. Like, it's just, it's a good time. It's a good no, time. It, it's, the uh, production on this shit's a good time. It's it's a catchy. It is a catchy beat. I'll give you that. Um, and then shut your bitch ass up in Money Waters after that, where <laughs> literally the song, shut your bitch ass up, bow, bow, bow. I'm just like, yes, ma'am. Whatever you say, queen. <laughs> 
that's that's the bar that says I was broke like a promise from a fat big from a fat bitch saying no more McDonald's. <laughs> that's fucked up. And then you oh, click man. the annotation on Genius. What does it say? What does it say? It says this is the greatest Danny <laughs> bar. <laughs> That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, that shit is funny, bro. I have to. Uh, there's one contender on this album that Danny Brown has. One line that I think is up there. Now I'm saying propane like King of the Hill. No. Oh, that one's that, that one's cold one too. too. That's but. fucking fire, though. No. It's not the same song. Like a couple uh, lines after that one. Yeah, uh, mine is off of uh, God Loves You, which is my personal favorite. That that fucking gospel sample is stupid. And then the way the drums hit in, like, oh. they have an actual catchy flow on that shit. It's so yeah. sick. But And the baby white sample at the end. Oh, dude. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. And then there's, like, that quick little snippet of fucking. Um... Baby wipes. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I forgot that that was the name of the song. Yeah, Ski Mask. But, yeah, what the fuck? Like, I was like, wait, did we just get a surprise sample or a surprise feature? <laughs> dude, but it was a sample. This fool. that pussy like this, <laughs> Yeah, this fool goes off on a whole fucking verse, like, all religious and shit. So bro. blasphemous, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. fucking filthy, I love bro. it. Literally. And then the Danny Brown one that I'm referencing specifically is, if you're on your period, call me Moses. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna split that Red Sea. Oh, what the fuck? That's oh. blasphemous. I thought yeah. you were gonna hit the AOC reference. I'm the black AOC, I'm the black, bro. <laughs> bro, that's another reference from the Shayo bitch ass subject. <laughs> bro, Peggy, he. I'm the black Ben Carson. Dude, I'm the black Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> I'm like Donald Trump in the booth. Oh. I don't like you dudes like Papa John's, but he says the N word, <laughs> bro, bro, what? This man is insane, man. Yeah, and he, uh, he one for of my sure favorite Danny Brown bars, let's Netflix. My favorite, one of my favorite Danny Brown bars is let's Netflix and chill on a gel broken Roku. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody saying realer shit than that, bro. What the hell? Which track was that from? That, that was, was from Hope. That was perfect. That was, that was perfect. perfect. That was perfect. Yeah, that was, oh, perfect. was perfect. God damn, that shit is fucking funny, dude. And then in Shut Your Bitch Ass uh, Muddy Waters, that 343 could, like, uh, you nerds don't go outside, come catch a 343 or whatever. Oh. I, isn't that the same studio who makes Halo? So he's saying, like, hey, these nerds, oh. come catch a Halo, you know? Crazy. That's... Bro, Peggy don't miss. He has some. He has. That's the thing about Peggy too. He has crazy references. He has that one like, these dudes want to come up and kill my show. Do I look like Olivia Munn? Ah, uh, attack it? my show. Attack my show. Attack of the show. Yeah, exactly. Who, exactly. Who the fuck in twenty twenty three is right. having attack of the show references? That shit is so <laughs> obscure, bro. G four isn't even a TV channel anymore, is it? So they just they just went out of business. So they they try to bring it back and yeah, they, oh, so, they did. Yeah, yeah, they oh, tried to yeah so they <laughs> got. The channel got taken off. Then they brought it back to YouTube, and then they just got pulled like six months ago. God damn! So your song, your song over here, shut your bitch ass up. Yeah. The last bar they go out on, you smack your bitch up like prodigy when you do it, darling. I smack my bitch ass to prodigy when we doing it, doggy. Dog. <laughs> Which is a reference to the song by Prodigy. Bro, smack your bitch up. <laughs> oh my god. Bro. 
That shit is fucking. That's comedy. Bro. That's fucking comedy, bro. <laughs> Bro, I remember like discovering that song like at two in the morning what? on YouTube in like seventh grade, bro. <laughs> but that shit has my MySpace page <laughs> song. Yeah, bro. your fucking intro song or whatever. Bro, what's even funnier is, is just picturing this fool having sex to Prodigy, bro. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Oh my god, <laughs> he, he ain't playing Teddy Pettigrass. He ain't playing some fucking Luther Vandross. He's playing <laughs> fucking Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit no the, bro these dudes go on and like to make it even better if you guys do use genius <laughs> the comments oh my the, so out of pocket they're fucking yeah they're out of pocket they're fucking they're fucking generous, wild <laughs> hell they're of fucking danny brown fans man bro one of <laughs> and the peggy fans bro and peggy fans bro one of the comments for the track step a pig <laughs> was like bro Scaring both the hoes and the pigs. I feel like a farmer, yo. <laughs> Dude, the, the true the true content is in the annotations. Literally. I swear. Literally. Literally. Uh, shout out to you if you're listening, man. That shit is hilarious. Oh, Keenan, what are what's the very first bar we have on the entire album? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> the it's the greatest bar. So the first track is Lean Beef Patty. <laughs> and the first bar is first off fuck elon musk eight dollars too much bit that's expensive <laughs> what the fuck that motherfucker just want to get verified dog <laughs> Dude, Bro, just... for the hose in the back and the crackers and they slacks if i tweet then delete what i meant <laughs> i don't really need a check because i got enough respect <laughs> oh god god they bite me fucking... like a dentist they're fucking funny, man. Um, I, I want to go back to how we were talking about, like, skippable tracks. There's only – there's one big one for me, and I think the reason why is because it fucking breaks up what would be an amazing three-track run. Oh. That song is Run the Jewels, and it's the shortest one at, like, a minute it 30 is. or something. They both have, like, maybe, like, 10 bars each. Yeah, and it's not even really, like – to me, it wasn't even really anything that popping, you know? It was just a cool little interlude, I guess. But – that fucking breaks up the three-track run of Kingdom Hearts Key, God Loves You, and Jack Harlow Combo Meal. If those three would have been back-to-back-to-back, it would have been over, bro. I could do without Run the Jewels, specifically. Like, honestly, I could just get rid of that whole track. But oh, yep. it's placed in between those three, and those three would have been such a banger fucking three-track run. And I love, I do want to say, I have another bar that I want to shout out on Jack Harlow Combo Meal. Say, you, you ain't know say, what I'm going to say. Say, say, say. You ain't know what I'm going to say. Um, I, I want to, I'll pull it up just so that I get it uh, verbatim. But Christopher Noel? No, it's not that one. Acting but, so brand new, but all I wear is vintage. No, that that's a good clean, one too. Oh, that's clean, See, that's clean. I could just say a certain bar and y'all already have a whole bunch of different ones. Like that's just a testament to these. Nah, Danny Brown ends his verse with, Man, I can't fuck with y'all. Y'all let Jack Harlow sell y'all chicken. Oh, <laughs> damn. That's oh, fucked. Oh. He's pretty good. Uh, what you ain't on Jack Harlow good. for? <laughs> he ain't on Jack Harlow for, dog. He had a chicken shop day. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> that shit, it, it's disrespectful. That it's is hard, oh. bro. Bro. Guy, I won't flop, but come on. He's, 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 a, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He seems very nice. He's funny. Yeah. yeah, he's nice. He always flirts with everybody. I That's like why that. he's getting bodied in this album <laughs> by True. Danny Brown. True. True. <laughs> they named the damn song after him. 
just for the one that I thought he was going to say, wipe me up like Boosie. Keep thinking you Bruce Lee when you could end up going out like the crow. Dudes want to act, but I'm not acting. Put you on the screen like Christopher Knoll. Yeah, dude. That's JPEG. It's fucked up. Yeah. That is gross. Shit is hard but, as fuck. Yeah, you said Danny yeah, Brown verse, didn't you? I can't or, fuck yeah, with y'all. I was Jack Harlow sell you chicken? Ugh. Ugh. So, to go back to you, Ruben, the only thing I appreciated about Run the Jewels was, like, their approach to the song mm-hmm. and how any Run the Jewels song sounds. That's literally was their no. approach to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I love that beat. Ooh. That cuphead ass beat, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, watch your toe. Did you get cuphead off that? Yeah, I got a little bit of cuphead. I oh, mean, shit. now I can't see it. Not in the moment, but now I can see it. Uh-huh. Okay. And they okay. brought it up. I just, I just love that old school vintage sound. You yeah. Know? That it, It's like, it almost has like a noir feel to it, you know? Yeah. Have you guys ever played... Uh, Bioshock. Uh, Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah, Bioshock. I was going to say the COD zombies map, uh, Shadow of Evil. It, the whole no. map is is like 1940s, like Chicago or something. That's dope. And it's like mm. very, very noir. And that's what this beat reminds me of. And Cuphead, obviously. And yeah, I love the beat. But yeah, it, besides that, it didn't really like there was no like super, oh my God, bro, like bars on it. But mm-hmm. love that beat for sure. Yeah. And it's definitely, definitely could go without it. Or if they just had better content on it and it was longer, because I would have loved to hear that beat for longer. But that's just me. Yeah. All right, boys. Another one was uh, <laughs> Step a Pig. So if you guys, uh, if you guys again are on Genius and you're looking up uh, Step a Pig, <laughs> so <laughs> first of all, so when I was listening to this, I was listening to it through Spotify and I was going through their lyrics, and so <laughs> the opening bar of this this song is uncut with the top side. Oh. But on Spotify, it translates <laughs> to uncut with that cum sock. <laughs> I think you said also it. super believable. And I think you rap. said it exactly. best. I think, yeah, exactly. Ruben today was just like, you know what? I'm not surprised that Spotify was like, hey, this is probably what Danny Brown's going <laughs> to This is what you're going to get from Danny Brown. So let's just <laughs> roll with it. Yeah. And we'll fucking deal with the consequences later. <laughs> Meanwhile, over here on Genius, everyone's like, yo, Spotify wildin'. It's actually uncut with the top side, <sighs> not uncut with that cum sock. Dude, it's fucking I like funny. it with the cum sock more. I think I do too. Yeah, we yeah. all have one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, Sorry, I mean, no, uh, no, I mean, you know, fuck. I just added myself. Maybe like a lot of other people do, but. Yeah, not me for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Damn, you're living on your own and you still have a cum sock. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. It's a habit, dog. That's the hardest thing. Hey, hey. It's hard to break those habits. Plural, dog. Oh. Oh. Got a wardrobe with that shit or what? Oh, my God. Got a cum suit or what? Yeah, dude. Yo. <laughs> yo. Oh, my God, man. And one of my favorite bars on the line, because according to Genius, it's referring to Drake in 21 Savage. And it's these dudes be dick riding for grown ass men that don't even know them. Exactly. Shout Which out is... Andrew Tate. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, what? All you Andrew Tate fucking fanboys out there. Dick riding for somebody who doesn't even fucking know you, Bro, dude. Free Andrew oh, Tate what? ass. Fucking for lames. Facts. 
But he's in South Dude, they let him go, bro. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. God damn it. You and your kid rock loving having that. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And I'd beat his ass in chess. <laughs> yeah, that will be your ass IRL, though. I'd put him in checkmate. <laughs> checkmate. Bro, another bar from. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but this is the funniest fucking shit to me. How in so many uh, in so many songs on here, Peggy has at least one or two bars of saying how he don't like you dudes like and then insert like a racist person. <laughs> yeah. So then <laughs> in this song, he says, I don't fuck with you dudes like Hogan. <laughs> and I'm just dying, bro. And another one, he's like, I don't fuck with you dudes like Paula Dean. Like. <laughs> He just keeps going, like Paula bro. Paula Dean. That dude. is such. That is some of the funniest shit ever, bro. For a, for a pure black man to compare <laughs> himself to like these pasty white dudes, bro. Hella racist pasty Hella white racist dudes. Pasty white dudes. It's the funniest shit, bro. Like he has such a good sense of humor. And then at the end of that song, is actually pretty hard. He says, uh, "Dudes rap about guns, but don't own them." Y'all sipping liquor, you can't even hold in. I'm taking shots every day like DeRozan. DeRozan like, goes hard, too. Yeah. DeRozan, like, DeRozan it's just nice. like a DeRozan double nice. entendre. DeRozan. Like, DeRozan. 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 That's a totally different person, bro. <laughs> what would you say? DeRozan. Oh, is that not? Isn't that? That's a different person. That's, that's Derek Rose. Derek Rose, dog. He's talking about DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, but <laughs> it's also a little pump lyrics. That's what I was referring to. Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> Yeah, and they checkmated us. Dumbass <laughs> idiots, incels, morons. <laughs> Speaking of incels, I'm surprised uh, Isaac didn't bring up the incel reference on this song. Oh, Talk about two You're chain? bringing up all the incel references. I love that Peggy is unabashedly against that shit and says it with his whole ass chest and like any chance he gets. And he says it like not – he says it in a way that you know that like he isn't – like they aren't living rent free. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he just is like, man, y'all some bitches. And I'm going to remind you that y'all some bitches. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to waste my time thinking about it any more than that. I'm going to just remind you you're a bitch and just move on with my life. And I fuck with that energy so hard. But yeah, and there's so many tracks where he's just like, you're a fucking incel. You're a fucking <laughs> loser. Uh, I, I don't know. I just fuck with that so heavy. Yeah, 100%. And then, you know, some of my favorite one of my favorite bars also comes on this out on this song from him. He says, and it's so funny because he's like, he's essentially taking shots at his own fan base with this a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. You know what I mean? Cause he, most of his fan base is white. So exactly, exactly. Which is, he says why people love making excuses and bitch. And I guess that's what culture is for them. <laughs> Because they always say, like, white people don't have culture. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the one thing that they <laughs> have is, is bitching. <laughs> bitching, <laughs> Like, dude. And you know what's so funny is, like, he's probably going to have all these white boys fucking saying that shit. You At know the concert, I mean? yeah. Bro, he has this one song. I forget what it is, but he's like, white boy better put his hands up. And then, like, when you watch it live, all the white boys are fucking throwing their. All this, the I imagine them, dudes. Yeah, exactly. With their fucking, uh, with their, uh, fucking, um, with their boat, what are their boat shoes or whatever? No, like boat called? shoes yeah, with boat their shoes. with their fucking bass hats. What are they called? Those uh, fucking oh, the, the bucket hats. <laughs> yeah, the, no, not oh. the bucket hats. The fucking fish. Uh, bass Pro Shop. Bass Pro Shop hats. <laughs> Bro. Every white dude in my gym has a hat like that. Fuck that. I'm so glad I never. 
and their trulies and their white claws. Oh. Yeah, dude. Fucking. Yeah, daddy, bro. <laughs> JPEG. JPEG. Peggy. Peggy. I'm only here for you. I don't know who this turnstile band is, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out fucking like Outbreak Fest, Gilliam's baby. Sport. Yeah, dude. Not even yeah. Outbreak Fest. JPEG toured with Turnstile on the second leg of their. Oh, yeah. Isn't that but then crazy? he didn't even come. He oh, he didn't? Come to Albuquerque? No. Nope. Oh. If you I, I came, thought you meant if like he would have came, we would have oh, went no. to that show. 100%. Yeah. I mean, we 100%. saw him with Citizen and Ceremony. That's pretty tight. Yeah. But, I mean, we still went to that show. What are you talking about? We would have went to that show. We still went. It's the most oddball lineup, too. Oh, you went. Bruh. You didn't go with Turnstile? No, I'm saying uh, when Peggy came with uh, Knock Er Turnstile. Oh, Knock Loose. And... No. Oh, wait. Oh, no, tripping. JPEG toured with Turnstile after they came to Albuquerque. Yeah. But yeah. then they didn't come back. So he's saying, like, if they would have came back with JPEG, we would have went again. Oh, okay. For, I would have went again without fucking JPEG. Dude, Turnstile? Oh. Man, fuck all you gatekeeping motherfuckers. <laughs> Turnstile's tight, all right? Yeah. Let them play their Taco Bell commercials. Yeah, for Get real. Get the fuck out of here. Be Get happy for them. God damn it. Fucking sellouts. With no fucking <laughs> culture. <laughs> all you do is bitch. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was... You know, <laughs> Yeah, no, you ain't wrong, but that was the most oddball lineup. Just, we got Turnstile, Snail Mail, and JPEG Mafia. <laughs> Dude, yeah, what the fuck? I thought you were what? talking about the Knock Loose show with uh, Suicide Boys. No, that's not Oh, no, but was JPEG was on that too, yeah. Yeah, like, but not here. not here, though. Not here. Exactly. JPEG skipped us twice. Yeah. yeah. God damn, damn it. He said, fuck Albuquerque. <laughs> Total. He's probably been more than that, but at, from what we know, at least two times. He must we got be boys we- with Vane. Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, there goes our cred. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there go. Where are they from? Where's Vane from? Oh, I have no idea. Oh. Houston, probably. Houston, definitely fuck. not Houston. Because no. did you see they also Vane also released another tour and they're going right over oh, us. I believe it, man. They're good. doing like two days to get from Arizona to Texas <laughs> and they're going right over. Motherfuckers, us. as long as Fleshwater comes, please, True. please. True. Just want to see Fleshwater. True. Word. One thing that we haven't really brought up and it's really more of an issue, like in the first half of the album and it starts to even out a lot more towards the second is Danny Brown's vocals. His, the mixing on his vocals, like we already know how he raps. He raps that hella high nasally voice and he raps really fast. So it's kind of hard to tell what he's saying already, but the mixing honestly for the first like six or seven tracks, it was so hard to hear him. He felt so buried underneath the, underneath the beats and low key. I was like, damn, that might break this album for me. Like, if Danny Brown is one of the selling points and I can barely even know what the fuck he's saying, like, I don't know if I'm gonna really fuck with this too much. And it, it eventually smoothed out. And honestly, I kind of got used to the mixing, but it's still like somewhat of an oversight for me. You know, what I mean? especially when JPEG's vocals through the whole thing are very eligible. You know, what I mean, they come out very clear. So I don't know what happened with that. I don't know if they just weren't mixed right. I don't know if Danny Brown just didn't record them on like a decent mic like i don't know what happened with that but it's just one thing that's a slight blemish you know it, especially in that first half like did you guys run into that like that shit was kind of driving me nuts i didn't i really yeah i didn't notice at all his vocals like that uh to be honest i didn't really run into that either um i kind of just chalked it up as this man just with his crazy inflection and him just being wild like i just kind of just chalked it up to him just sounding kind of crazy just him I didn't really look at it as a production thing, but um, I'll, I'll when I look back and when I re-listen to it, I'll, I'll pay more attention to it. Cause like you said, Danny Brown has always had a real, you know, interesting voice, if you want to say. And 
his presence on the mic is very commanding. And I thought, even though he wasn't like saying the most crazy shit, I still thought he was still pretty commanding on here. So maybe the, his mixing was weird, but even so, I, I didn't have a problem with it because he still like you felt his presence on every song, in my opinion. Like just in terms of like sonically, like honestly, I know we were bigging up a, a lot of uh, JPEG, but Danny Brown spits his ass off. Like his technical rapping ability, he is a way better rapper, and he's like really really fun to listen to when he gets in that pocket where he's and just like goes off. I love that shit. But but just speaking of his actual voice, no, I didn't really catch that. What about you, Kina? No, I, I definitely got it when he uh when he came in second. Mm-hmm. So basically, so when um when JPEG opened and JPEG went, cause that's what they would do. They would kind of just go back and forth. So um when Danny Brown came second, that's when I thought, you know, his vocals were kind of um, you know, they fell not short, but like they were kind of quiet sounding. Kind of like washed out a little bit. Yeah, but maybe that's just because again, like with you, Ruben you and I both preferred JPEG. Mm-hmm. So maybe we were just like trying to hold him up to that standard and right. he just didn't, you know, he held his own. He just kind of fell a little short, like sound wise. Um, but when he, when he opened up the songs, I think he sounded great. Mm-hmm. So again, I think it just was probably when he had to follow JPEG. Hmm. Or, oh, or, because it like just pure comparison wise. Yeah. Like Peggy just, was that much better that it like it so. sounded like I a really think so. Okay. Um I get that. I like I could see that and I think um like that makes sense, but I, I definitely think like what I'm referring to is more of like a mixing issue. But, yeah. So like I not that he himself was rapping softer, like his voice and everything just didn't sound as polished mm-hmm. as like as JPEG did. So but again, I mean, like I said, JPEG sounded polished, so like you said when you have JPEG coming in with a very clear-cut voice and you have Danny Brown following in a very muddied, well, then that makes sense. Um, two more things that I want to hit, and then we can we can hit whatever else you guys want to. Just want to, I'm ready. I just want to – okay, cool. So I want to talk about it real quick. I really like Red Veils um, or Red Veals uh, feature on Kingdom Hearts Key. Oh, reverse. Yep. Or the yeah. only feature on the, the whole only feature. feature. Only feature on the whole thing. Uh, super dope. He came in with a real nice flow. Granted, it was a more accessible beat, but like he killed it. You know, he sounded super good over it. And so, what you were saying earlier, Isaac, about Danny Brown just being able to like he—he's more of a technical rapper. Or he has more technical skill as a rapper, right? That I think really shines on the last track where you get your coke from, because that beat is super oddball, especially when it hits that like really weird, like distorted break for the quote-unquote hook. Yeah. JPEG doesn't rap over that, but Danny Brown does. And it's fucking nuts how he's able to just flow over these wonky ass beats. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's a single beat that he can't rap over. True. So True. that definitely cements him as like a very skilled technical dude. I mean, listening to him before, we already knew that. But, you know, this further cements that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I I love that fuzzy beat, that fuzzy like production, like whatever distorted, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. It reminds me literally of like a old school underground like AOTP beat or something like that. Just oh. like mm-hmm. it reminds me of like, you know, self-titled, you know, or I don't know. Like so to hear him rap on it, another underground king, I it was like a match made in heaven, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it has like those like twinkly little like harmonies thrown into like the fuzz. Ugh. 
Peggy knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, no, so like with this with this last track, um this one just didn't really do it for me. <laughs> I think it's just because dude, me and my outros. Me and my outros. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. No, it's just me and my outros. Um I mean I again I felt like they both went hard over this track. It's just the way it abruptly ended just really like kinda it was literally the definition of a cliffhanger. <laughs> Cause it's just that fast up beat just going on and then just boom it's like you hit a wall and it's just crashed out and you're done and you're just like come on but at the end of the day i guess i understand it because you never know where these two are going to go throughout this album and so um that'd be my only gripe about this album uh, about the song but other than that um i felt like jpeg really carried this one kind of like he does all of them <laughs> sorry sorry danny brown but um other than that um I really, I really wish they would have ended this song like properly, right. than the abrupt that we got. Yeah, I agree. It, like you said, it literally feels like you're doing a 20 meter dash in a 19 foot room. You know what I mean? Bro? <laughs> you just hit that shit so hard, and you're like, "Well, fuck, dude! Like, that's it. Like, that's what we get. You yeah. hit us with the heat, and then, and then, burp. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no like, like there's a climax, but there's no resolution. Yeah. You know? Oh. Yeah. It would have been nice to kind of decompress, but eh. 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 Uh, I, it, when the rest of the album's so good, I, I can kind of ignore it. I'm the opposite, though. I think I wish they would have started with a better opening track to open up the album. Oh. You know what I mean? Like the way you are with outros, I'm like that with intros. Yeah. I an intro like says you know does a lot for me, and I just didn't think Lean B Patty was you know all that good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In, in comparison to the rest of the production and stuff yeah of course the bars are stupid but <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah I, but i agree keenan i agree that, that well, shit definitely just fell off a, a fucking cliff yeah well this is apparently volume one so maybe it's setting oh. us up for volume two there we go we'll see hey if it, if it comes out you know we on that you know Def- we on that, they so. literally just like pick up from where they left off from the last track Dude, that, that would be so hard it just goes from there that would be dope as fuck uh, that really kind of wraps up my thoughts. Anybody else have anything else? I'm good Sir. to go. Good. Give our three and a rating. Cool. Sir. All right. As Marco said, we're going to give you our top three tracks, overall score, and final thoughts. I kind of went backwards with that, but you get it. Uh, Keenan, start us off. Whew. All right. So I had no idea what I was going to get from this album. Um, because like, like I said earlier, I have no, I didn't know who these two artists were. So going in blind, um, I definitely was very much impressed. Uh, I am a huge fan now of JPEG Mafia. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You um, love to hear that. Damn. Peggy. I was talking with Ruben earlier and he damn, was saying, <laughs> Ruben, I was talking with Ruben earlier and he did say that Danny Brown, um, his voice isn't quite like this on all of his projects. Because mm. um, that was the first thing that stuck out to me was, you know, his voice was a little corny to me. Um, but at the end of the day, like knowing now who he is, I can see why he does rap like that. Um, and like, that's his style and like the whole, you know, literally like genre of what he has going on. I can understand it now. Um, but I, I am a big fan of JPEG, so I am excited to dive more into him. Um, but with that being said, the beats, the beats were, the beats were nasty the bars are hard (laughs) (laughs) the references the sampling i loved it all 
um this album was definitely all over the place but it worked um like i said earlier it was very condensed for being 14 tracks and being only 36 minutes i will take that mm-hmm. you know i i still think there were a couple songs in there that um i would have done i would have been okay without um but other than that um this uh, this album definitely surprised me for the better so with that being said my top three tracks are garbage pill kids lean beef patty Ooh. and step a pig <laughs> nice <laughs> with a score of 7.5 nice yeah good shit i thought this was a good album danny brown and jpeg mafia did it good <laughs> and top three songs are um three uh lean beef patty two uh uh where's it at where's it at uh um scaring the hose and one uh a kingdom hearts key and give it a 7.5 as well damn nice. i knew fucking kingdom hearts key was gonna be in your top three yeah. I, I just knew it that sample <laughs> man sample even though it's not as long as i wanted it to be it's fucking good still mm-hmm. still clean yeah uh yeah pretty much agree with these two fine gentlemen here uh fucking solid album uh the production on this is just absolutely insane I, and I'm sure that there's lyrics that we missed because every song has gems throughout. You know what I mean? There's just we could we could be here all day talking about the lyrics on this album. So, um, but yeah, I great fucking album. Uh, wish they would have done you know a little bit different with some of the instrumentals. I would say, um, and just. Yeah, I just wish Danny came more correct. If Danny came more correct, this shit would have been a 10 out of 10. Like, serio. Like, it, it's that good. But he did it, so it is what it is. They still both killed it, so it's all good. But, uh, yeah, uh, I will give this a 7 out of 10. And my top three tracks are Perfect, Ho, and Garbage Pell Kids. Yeah, so I started my review by saying that this felt more of like a jpeg mafia featuring danny brown album um and i think that inherently kind of sounds negative especially because this is a collaborative album and while i still stand by that i don't think that's inherently negative um maybe a little disappointing but not negative because as we've said you know danny brown is the perfect one-two punch with jpeg mafia um you know, as we've all said, JPEG Mafia came absolutely correct. This is some of the best production he's ever produced. His bars are fucking insane. He flows perfectly over every track. Uh, the singing might be a little sus at some points, but otherwise, you know, I, despite this album being so obtuse, it's it's a very easy and quick listen. And, you know, I never, never once did I catch myself like, all right, fuck this song. You're like, oh, I got to skip this. I got to skip that. There's some songs I'm not huge on, you know, like Orange Juice Jones and uh, Run the Jewels. But otherwise, you know, I can listen to this straight through. I don't think that there's anything inherently bad about it. Um, although I will say I do I do think that the mixing on Danny Brown's vocals were kind of tough to get through. I think that would have been a negative if you would have talked to me a couple of days ago. I got used to it, but, you know, it's definitely something that kind of stands out. Um, but what also stands out again is the production, the bars. This is a match made in heaven, and I really fucking hope that they continue with this duo. I I want more music from them too in the future. 
So my top three tracks are going to be uh, number three, Jack Harlow Combo Mill, uh, number two, Kingdom Hearts Key, and number one, God Loves You. And my overall score is going to be an 8.5. Woo. Almost there. Nice. Almost at a nine. We were almost there. But, hey, they, they got a second project. So we'll see. Hopefully, at least. <laughs> and that's going to wrap up our review of Scaring the Hose by Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you've listened to the album, let us know what you think about it. If you haven't, listen to it. It's worth your time. Then let us know what you think about it. Uh, just a reminder, all of our music recommendations can be found at our Spotify playlist, The Treehouse Treatment. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at The Underground Treehouse Pod. Uh, any updates we have, any follower interactions, any listener react interactions we have, they're always going to be posted on Instagram. So just follow us on that. That's going to be, you know, your main source for like our news and our, you know, updates and shit. Uh, otherwise, give us a rating. Share, share with your friends. Share with whoever you think might like us. And we'll see you next week. Later. Bye.